Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Los Hawks, Gananan in Mexico. We'll talk about it right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Vamos! Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks... Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and ambitious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Coming to you live from the Hawks Beach Studios at 1233 in the morning. <laughs> Just finished watching the Atlanta Hawks and the Orlando Magic from Mexico City, Mexico. And I'm going to tell you what. The numbers on this podcast better be good. <laughs> Cause I stayed up to watch this game about the podcast and I got to be to work in a few hours. So make sure you are tuned in to the Hawks Beat podcast each and every episode as we, uh, you know, cover this team for the rest of the season. But if you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And, uh, yeah, man, we're going to try to get through it together, but nevertheless, um, if you stayed up to watch the game, yes, it was a great, well, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. It wasn't a great game, but it was a great ending, right? So, um, for those normal people who went to bed, we're going to catch you up on what happened, what transpired, uh, especially in the second half and in the fourth quarter that led to a very, very exciting, uh, finish down in Mexico that saw the Hawks get a 120 to 119 victory over the Orlando Magic. Um, Trey seemed to have found his shot this game, 41 points, but we'll talk about all that in just a moment. Um, the ins, the outs, we'll, we'll, we'll talk some fan feedback and give you a few takeaways of um, yesterday's game. <laughs> the game that started yesterday. But... Um, First things first, again, make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Just search Hawks Beat. You will find us there. Um, we would also love for you to subscribe to the podcast, so make sure you do that as well. All right, let's get into it, man. Um, Hawks and the Orlando Magic from Mexico. Um, this was a, a high-profile game, I guess you could say, because you know not many games are in Mexico, and it, it was good to see... Um, you know, the, the, the players and everyone kind of, 
uh, being braced by the Mexico culture and all that jazz. And it, it seemed like a fun trip. It really did. Um, as far as the game itself. All right. Let me pull up my notes. We'll just kind of go through these notes real quick. Um, the, the Hawks were three and a half point favorites going into tonight. Um, there was a uh, word on the injury report that Wesley Matthews is um, has shown some improvement. So he is now going to be listed as day-to-day. So um, for those fans waiting to see Wesley Matthews, maybe uh, <laughs> that day is going to come sooner than later. But uh, that was really the only change on the injury report. Uh, he is going to be listed as day-to-day. On the Magic side, they were without their starting center um window carter so um let's get into it man let's get into it uh the first quarter was a it didn't go by fast but it was a lot of high energy man a lot of high energy in that first quarter um hawks come out they they were looking good man and i'm gonna tell you what initially they were looking really good defensively i'm not even gonna lie to you like defensively they were getting steals and um they just came out with a good energy in that first quarter. And I was like, yo, like, what's really going on? But to be honest with you, that first quarter seemed to really drag. Like, it really just seemed to drag, man. There was a lot of turnovers in that first quarter. Eight turnovers in the quarter for the Hawks. Seven for the Magic. Fifteen combined turnovers. And, uh, yeah, man, it, it was crazy. Um, the Hawks actually went nine deep in that first quarter. A.J. Griffin got a little love. This <laughs> We were just talking about A.J. Griffin in the past few podcasts, but um, I didn't even realize he was in the game. But he made a, a little backdoor cut. Somebody, somebody hit him on the pass, and he dunked it. I was like, oh, okay, A.J.'s back in the game. So it was good to see A.J. get into, um, you know, get, get some burn tonight. And, um, yeah, <laughs> so the first quarter, well, it, it was a high-powered boxing match. Like, it, it was the game that kind of favored kind of the magic. And here's why I say that, because it was kind of sloppy. Like, it was sloppy, and it was like a fight, you know. And those are the games that the magic wants you to play, right? They don't want you to play a very finesse game. They don't want you to – they want to muck it up. Right, it's much, and, and the <laughs> the more the muck, the the better for the Orlando Magic. But um, both teams came out shooting fairly well. The Hawks were shooting sixty one percent, fifty percent from three. Magic were shooting fifty percent and sixty percent from three. So it just made sense that that first quarter ended in a thirty four to thirty four tie. <laughs> um, I will say this, and, and this is just kind of a. Um, Quinn trotted out a lineup in that first quarter of Trey Young, Bogey, AJ, Sadiq Bay, and Clint. And I just wrote defensively, yikes. Like, I'm not a fan of that lineup. I'm done. Listen, he trotted the lineup again out there, and I think it was either the third or the fourth quarter. I'll have to check my notes. But that lineup with Trey, Bogey, AJ, Bay, and Clint. You have legitimately three guys who are net negatives when it comes to defense. Like you can't, and you have nobody to cover their back. I mean, you got Clint, but like, yo, why are you even gonna do Clint like that? Because them dudes can't cover 
anything. And so, like, yeah, not a fan of that lineup. Uh, I, I'm good if they don't if they don't do that lineup again, because in in the fourth or third quarter when they tried it out the second time, it almost cost them. Because I think those were the guys on the line uh, in the, in the game when Orlando went on a 14 to two run. So yeah, go ahead and throw that lineup in the trash. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, first quarter. Um, it it it, it was it was kind of a doozy, man, because um, it just seemed really it, it it seemed like it took forever, but the guys were like just really playing hard, right? Um, Trey Young got off to a good start, twelve points in the quarter, and you're like, okay, like you know, he's kind of cooking, you know what I mean? Like, could this be the game that he, you know, shoots himself out of his little slump? And exactly, that's what it was. It was the game where he shot himself out of the slump, and it started in the first and the second quarter. Uh, second quarter, he was just he was just really good. Like he was like really good. <laughs> I tried to think of another word, but I couldn't. Uh, Twenty-one points in the quarter for Trey in that second quarter. Got to the line nine times, five of seven, seven shooting. That's what you like to see from Trey, man. That's what you like to see. However, I will say this. I will say this. And this is me being negative, Nancy. Um, the Hawks did win the quarter 39-35. And I actually thought that he should have won that quarter by more. But it, it is what it is. You know, Orlando, that's what they do, right? And they don't do anything pretty. But they're going to find a way to stick around, you know. Um, on my notes, I said, Trey is cooking for the Amigos. <laughs> The man's had, man's had 25 points in 15 minutes. 25 points in 15 minutes. But the Magic were still finding ways to stick around. Um, at one point, the Magic were down by three. And uh, Jonathan Isaac hits a three and he gets fouled. Now, of course, he misses the free throw. But, like, that's the type of stuff they was on tonight, you know. But that second quarter, Trey was just phenomenal. He was phenomenal. And um, you go into the halftime, and Trey already has 33. 33 points for Trey. My only concern was this. Like, as good as the Hawks were shooting, and at the half, they're shooting 60% from the field, 50% from three. And that is just, those are good numbers. Turning the ball over a little bit too much, but... Um, you got 73 points in the in a half. Like, that is a lot of freaking points. Like, that is a lot of points, man. And so it was almost like you kind of knew the third quarter was going to be like, okay, let's kind of mellow out, right? So you kind of knew what was going to go down in that third quarter because the first half was just, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, here's my thing. When Trey is, is going nuclear like this, I'm almost to a point where I'd rather see the team cook as a collective more so than Trey Cook. Do you understand what that means? Like, I hope that's, that made sense. So, here's the thing. Trey's got 33 at the half. He's got 33 at the half. And, and look, he was cooking. So, give him the ball and let him cook, right? Um, the next highest score was Jalen Johnson with 10, uh, DeJounte Murray with 8, and a bunch of other guys had like 5 and 2, whatever. My theory is, I think when I have seen this Hawks team play optimal basketball, it has not necessarily been 
because one person was just on fire. When I've seen this team play optimal Hawks basketball, it's because everybody is getting involved and everybody is sharing the wealth. Now, this is not me poo-pooing on Trey's 33 at the halftime. I'm just saying for me, it looks better when the whole team is kind of getting involved. And and is it fun to see him go off like this and see and get 33? Yes, it is. But I mean, you're only up by four, right? And so I, I, I just think that if everybody was kind of more involved than it's just, and this is just a preference. This is no no metric. I don't have any stats to back this up. This is just kind of my preference, right? And so, um, Hawks are only up four despite Trey Young having thirty three points. You know, um, and the reason I say that is because in the third quarter, of course, when Trey Young cools off, right? Because you know everything, everything that goes up must come down, right? Everything that goes up must come down. So Trey's cooking, and, and you know that eventually he's going to cool off, if not, but a little bit, right? Third quarter was his cooling off period, and nobody else was ready to go, right? Like nobody else was ready to go because nobody else was really doing anything except for Trey, and that is the problem you run into. So the third quarter, what happens? Magic make a run. The Magic make a run, 29 to 20. They outscored the Hawks in the quarter. They muck it up, and, and, and you know, they didn't shoot the ball well, you know, but um, they played Orlando Magic basketball, which is physical, tough defense, and just hanging around. And in the third quarter, they did more than just hang around. They took the lead. Um, I thought the officiating sucked tonight. Uh, let me just say that as a caveat. And you guys know me. This is only my second time talking about the officials this season. Um, it was terrible. The, 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 the officiating was just horrible tonight. Like, the disparity in the free throws was like, let me pull that up. Let me see what disparity was in the free throws. Um, it actually wasn't that bad, actually. Um, Orlando Magic took 35 free throws. The Hawks took 30. Um, I think that was because in the fourth quarter, they got into the penalty. And Hawks were shooting just hella three point. I mean, hella free throws in that fourth quarter. But um, yeah, the officiating was hot garbage, man, hot garbage. But third quarter, Trey cools off, and you didn't have anybody warmed up. You didn't have anybody ready to say, "Okay, Trey, I got your back. Let's go get on my back. Let's do this." Nah, you didn't really have that. So Magic grabbed that lead in that third quarter, and now you're going into the fourth, and you're down by five. Now you got to scramble. Right now you got to scramble, but scramble is what the Hawks did um, in the fourth quarter. Um, I, I wrote a note that um, double O was having a good game. And, and I'll, I'll say this kind of at the conclusion of my notes, but um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll save that. But Hawks go on a 14 to two run, uh, grab the lead back. It was kind of back and forth for a little bit. Um, and then the last three and a half minutes was crazy. Last three and a half minutes was crazy. Um, Quinn takes uh, Trey out for a little bit. Trey checks back in at the three thirty mark, and the Hawks are down by one. And I, and I purposely, I purposely made that note because I wanted to see how does Trey 
operate in crunch time because to me that is his biggest area of needs improvement the crunch time minutes like yeah it's cool if you get 40 but if you're gonna crap up these last three and a half minutes then it's all for not right if you're gonna crap up these last three and a half minutes then you dropping 40 don't mean a damn thing right it just doesn't so here's the progression Trey comes in, Hawks are down one. Trey comes in, immediately shoots three, misses it, boom. Magic come back and score, Magic up by three. Come back down, DJ misses a three. Magic, uh, they miss. Um, and then you kind of have kind of a, a, a period where DJ takes another bad shot, Magic miss. Um, in Orlando fouling and them being over the penalty was a big help for the Hawks. Even though the Hawks was missing they free throws, my God. Make your free throws, bro. Like, <laughs> and and by this point, I think that the players were just gassed. Um, Bob Rathbun said it on the broadcast, and I, 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 I mean, you can almost see it. Like them dudes look gassed. I don't know if it was. He he said the altitude, but like this is a Denver. Like I don't know. Like you know, I if he says I'm a ride with it, but I don't know. You know, what I'm saying it could be right. It could be. I don't know. I wasn't there. But they definitely look gassed. Um, Jalen Johnson went one of two in that last three minutes. Clint went one of two, and Trey went one of two in those in those last minutes. Man, that's three points you're leaving on the board. You know what I'm saying? Now, luckily the Hawks won. But if they had lost, folks gonna be looking at that three points like, man, they would have just made their free throws. They would have been straight. So yeah, you got to make them free throws down the, down down the stretch. Um, some critical critical moments in the final uh, possessions of the game is one um, double J drawing an offensive child uh, offensive foul on uh, Ben Caro. Magic were showing their youth, and it basically this game basically came down to the Orlando Magic don't have like that vet like that vet point guard or that vet who is going to slow it down and who is going to help these guys close out games. Man, Cheryl's going a thousand miles an hour, and all you really had to do was just slow the ball down. Like, bro, what is you doing? They was just making costly mistakes. They weren't making good shots. Like, it just, you can tell they was a young team, and that's why they're not going to win that many games this year. I mean, well, they'll win games, but I don't see them being a playoff team. It's because of their youth. You got to know how to close out games, how to make big plays in big moments. And tonight, the Hawks made one or two more big plays than the Magic. And that is the difference between winning and losing. The um, play of probably even a daggone game was um, Trey did a beautiful, oh my God, it was such a beautiful wraparound pass to DJ in the corner. He drove the lane after Wagner. Um, Wagner was isoed on Clint. Takes Clint to the hoop. Makes a beautiful running like shot. Like them Wagner boys, like they're the truth. Like uh, Franz more so than his brother, but there's some tough dudes, bro. Like those Wagner boys are serious. They're physical. They can make shots. Like those are guys you want in your team. Like I wouldn't. Well, let me stop. 
Um, <laughs> that the, the shot he made over Clint was, was serious. It was serious. Hall, um, Orlando was up two after that shot, and the Hawks had to make a play. They had to make a play, and the beautiful part about this is that Trey was confident to give up the ball in that moment. He didn't feel like he had to take the shot, you know. And, you know, for all intents and purposes, he's getting paid to take the shot. But listen, you got to make the good basketball play, you know. People get on LeBron all the time about always passing out when he's supposed to shoot at this, that, and the other. But listen, bro, you got to make the – you have to make the best basketball play. And that's what Trey did. Drove the lane, drove the defense in, do a wraparound, right in the pocket to DJ. DJ caught it, and, and he let it fly, man. He let it fly. Hawks went up by one, and that was that was the ball game. You know, that was the ball game. They had one more defensive stand that they were able to get a stop, which was equally as important, equally as important as Murray hitting the shot. Because last year, Hawks probably would have gave it the booty and, and, and let them score. So, DJ hitting a big, Scott, big uh, shot and the Hawks getting a stop to win the game is tremendous. It is tremendous. Throw all the other numbers out. Those plays in the end were the difference in winning and losing. The fourth quarter, you had balanced scoring. Nobody really went off like that because they only scored 27 points. Six from Trey, six from Murray. You had Bogey and Jalen with five, and Hunter had a basket, and that was it. Like, that was it. So, um, good win for the Atlanta Hawks, man, as they move their record to 5-3. and three. Um, Their next game is going to be Saturday night here in Atlanta um, versus the Miami Heat. Versus the Miami Heat. So, um, yeah, good way to bring a home, good, uh, bring a dub back from Mexico. Um <sighs> Overall takeaways is um, I, I think that well let me let me just highlight some guys all right I thought that Onyeka Kangu played a good defensive game although he was a negative eighteen on the plus minus <laughs> he had some very good blocks he had four block shots and them blocks was like right at the rim Jack you know four blocks three steals um, I don't like the fact that he only had two rebounds. And I, I wrote this down on my notes. If Onyeka is going to be your starting center, um, you're going to have to get a, 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 a plus rebounder that's either going to back him up or play beside him. Like, you're going to have to because he's not that strong as a rebounder. And it was evident tonight. Like, like Orlando was... was, was they was crashing them offensive boards, man. Like, they was crashing them. They had 18 offensive rebounds tonight. And um, and that wasn't just on, on Yeka, I'm saying. But, like, yo, like, I think they're going to need another big plus rebounder if they decide to move Clint and give Onyeka the keys to the starting center position, which I think they will eventually do at some time. When they do it, I don't know. Um. DeJounte Murray, I want to make mention of him because I don't think he played a, a fabulous game throughout the first three quarters. I saw him miss a lot of mid-range shots, and he was just kind of okay to me. Um, 
But when it came down to it in the fourth quarter, I thought he had some key buckets. And, of course, he had the game-winning shot. So you got to highlight him. Um, So I I liked what I saw from him. Bruno Fernando got in the game. He didn't do nothing. He only played a minute. But, like, hey, shout out Bruno, man, because he's a good dude. (laughs) AJ played 10 10 minutes, and outside of that one basket he made, he didn't really do anything else. Um, I thought the starting starting front court, Hunter, Johnson, Capella, um, I thought Jalen Johnson was good. Uh, 19 points, 9 boards. I thought he was very active. I, I liked what I saw to him. Hunter kind of just kind of faded in and just kind of did what he did. You know, I, I don't think he played bad, but it just, you know, it was just ho-hum. It wasn't it wasn't anything great, wasn't anything bad to me. Um, so, yeah. Um, let's read some fan feedback, man. Let's read some fan feedback for tonight. I asked you guys, as I always do on the Twitter or X um, I said, hey, how you guys feel about tonight's game? And you guys had a lot to say, of course, after uh, the win. <laughs> let's go to, uh, let's see, Thrashinator on Twitter said, they were gassed but still found a way to get the dub. This team is different. Big ups to Quinn. Okay, here we go. Um, Ray Ray Naps on Twitter said, amazing game from Trey and a huge win. Um at Plastic Man on Twitter said, get me Siakam. He's still on that Siakam, Siakam train. <laughs> hey, man, whatever works for you, bro, whatever works for you. Uh, DJ Food and Drink said, hell of a win. Um, let's see. Let me just read a few more. Uh, Dirty They Dream said, the guards tried to sell. Bay was abysmal. And Skip to My Lou ATL said, Murray fumbles the handle. More than any PG in the league. So this must have been before uh, he hit that shot. Because y'all was talking cash about Murray before he hit that final shot. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, yeah, let me read one from my guy, Dewan Goodwin. He hadn't checked in in a minute. He said, I was decorating a turkey with my daughter for most of the game. Turned it on and saw Trey pulling from dang near half court. Trey is balling, but it's a joy watching Jalen push the ball. So he was responding to some half court. I mean, some uh, halftime, uh, halftime question I asked. I asked how you guys feel about halftime. And he was referring to a shot that Trey hit as the time was running out. Joy was like almost a half court, man. But he yoked it. I mean, he didn't yoke. I mean, he, he laced it. And uh, it was a beautiful shot, man. So. Uh, good night from Trey, man. He had a, he had a, a another um, nice alley oop to Jalen Johnson in the first quarter. That was kind of spectacular. I'm sure you've seen that making the rounds. But um, as far as takeaways are concerned, this is a win where um, you just put this in your bag as like win equity, right? I think in times past, the Hawks would have found a way to lose this game. I'm going to be honest with you. I think that um, them needing to get a stop in that final possession, that usually scares like Hawks fans because they're like, oh, man, Hawks got to get a stop. I don't know because it's different, right? Like they're known for scoring. Like if it was the, if it was the Hawks trying to score at the end of the game, I think folks would feel more comfortable. But the fact that they had to get a stop, and they did like I think that does something uh, for this team, and I think it does something for their confidence and what tra- what Quinn is trying to install defensively. So 
kudos to the Atlanta Hawks for getting that win down in Mexico. Um, again, their next game will be Saturday against the Miami Heat. And uh, I think that will – no, that's not uh, part of the tournament game, but let me see. I think that might be a in-season tournament game, or is it one in Detroit? I'm not quite sure. But anywho, doesn't really matter. They're going to play the Heat on Sunday, on Saturday. If you're in this town, if you're in the city, go check them out. If not, check it out on Bally. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to put a bow in this podcast because I got to get up in four hours to be to work. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Hope you enjoyed the win. Uh, Hawks get the dub. Move to five and three, and we will see you next time. Like we always say, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Free beats. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.